Okay, Ephesians chapter 1. There's this one verse that is not really leaving my mind for the last one week. Ephesians 1 verse 19. Ephesians 1 verse 19. Can we all read it together? Did you get it? Ephesians is a book in the Bible, in the Bible which is in the New Testament. Uh, just letting you know. It comes after the book of Galatians. Have you got it? Ephesians 1 verse 19? Okay. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might? This whole week, this verse has been on my mind, playing on my mind. And I was led to do like a Greek study of the verse. And I saw that all the words that are in Greek for power, Paul used it here. It feels like when he was writing this verse, he took up a Greek dictionary and he searched all the words for power and he somehow wanted to fit into that one verse. What does that tell you? It tells you that God's power is multidimensional. It's multifaceted. One word cannot tell you the, the immeasurable greatness of his power. One verse can't tell you. So he needs to, he's using these different Greek words. And in fact, English words cannot even match up to the, the intensity of the Greek meaning. We don't have enough words in English to even explain what those power are. So I'm just going to break it down for you, going to learn a bit of Greek. But it's just for us to understand the different dimensions of God's power. Okay? So if you see that verse, verse 19, it says, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power? The adjectives that Paul is using for God's power is immeasurable, greatness, and there's one more. His. His. His is an adjective because it's God class. God kind. So he's explaining to us the God kind, the God class of power. Not any power. Like the highest power. Like the most, it's like the most refined, the highest quality of power. That's what he's trying to explain. And the adjectives are immeasurable, greatness, his. Immeasurable comes from the word, do we have it on the screen? Immeasurable comes from the word hyperbolon, which means surpassing or beyond. It's, it means that this will exceed your expectation. This power will exceed your expectation. It is unlimited power. It cannot be measured in quantitative terms. It is unlimited. It's immeasurable. It will surpass. In, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 12 or 12 verse 9. What is it? 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 where God says, my grace is sufficient for you. He's trying to say, whatever your need is, my grace is enough. It's more than enough. You will never need more than this. So you, you go to buy a car and an average car's horsepower is 300. God is saying, for example, he's saying, 
what you need is 300 but i'll give you like 300000 meaning you will never you'll never come in short of what you need it's immeasurable unlimited you are connected to an unlimited supply of power in quantity wise it's so great that you can't even measure it you know somebody was throwing a javelin and they just needed to throw 20 feet to pass the test but they threw 200 feet that kind of power is like surpassing it is beyond your expectation it will exceed your your thinking so the first one is immeasurable the second one is greatness greatness comes from the word megathos which means magnitude in the wildest sense immeasurable was quantity megathos is quality it's like the best power that's available it's greater than the power of gravity it's greater than the power of aerodynamics is greater than any power that you can think of it's a it's the power that is in magnitude it's wild you can't you can't imagine it will exceed your imagination and the third adjective he uses is his god kind of power so god kind of power is unlimited it cannot be measured its magnitude is so wild that you can't even fathom that kind of power the bible says it is toward us who believe the eligibility to receiving this power is believing toward us who believe so what does he say paul is saying this is my prayer this is my prayer that you will get the spirit of wisdom and revelation to understand his power to comprehend how great his power is his power is immeasurable his power is great this is god kind of power and the word power there comes from the word dynamis from where uh, you know the word english word dynamite comes from so he's saying how immeasurable the unlimited the great god's dynamite power comes towards you dynamite like a nuclear power just imagine with me you have access to a nuclear power within you during the world war americans bombed hiroshima and nagasaki just just two bombs and till now the effects of that atomic bomb they still facing it like there are children who are born with deformity because of the nuclear radiation that's the effect so many years later they're still being affected by it god's nuclear power is inside of you if man made nuclear power has such an impact that can go through generations how much more god's nuclear power can do in and through you you have god's nuclear power inside of you that will only grow i remember when i studied fusion and fission i believe when i studied that it's it's a kind of energy that only grows it only multiplies it only exponentially keeps moving it does not it does not fade out it keeps growing you have god's nuclear power that will keep growing it's like it's like you know you put a yeast yeast 
in a what's the word in a dough in a batter you put an yeast in a dough or a batter it will infect the entire dough you have that kind of a power that has the capacity to infect infect not just not just you not just not just infect your sickness not just infect your body not just infect your thoughts and not just infect your emotions the power of god that is inside of you has the capacity to infect nations it has a capacity to infect the entire cosmos that's the power that you have that's the dunamis power of god he uses the same word in romans chapter 1 verse 16 where he says for i'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the dunamis power of god unto those who are being saved unto those who believe so you have this great immeasurable unlimited power of god which is dynamic in nature which keeps growing but it is available to those who believe it comes towards those who believe would you believe what do you need to believe for this dynamic great unlimited power to work in your life what do you need to believe now if you read a couple of verses before verse 13 he again talks about believing ephesians 1 verse 13 in him you also when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and believed in him believed in him so when you believe in jesus when you've heard the gospel of your salvation something inside of you triggered something inside of you shifted so that you will believe in jesus What do you believe in Jesus? Romans 10 verse 9 that if you confess with your mouth that he is Lord and he was raised from the dead you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead you shall be saved. This is what we believe. This is what we believe. So when you're going through a difficult circumstance when you know that only the power of God can deliver you from that what do you believe that in this circumstance i believe that jesus is lord and the same power that was that raised him from the dead that same power is in me right now and it gets activated the moment i start believing amen you had a heartbreak you believe god's power amen you get irritated with people you believe in god's power because what is irritation think about it why do you get relationally irritated with people because you don't have the strength of tolerance if somebody gets irritated with an infant you would call him a psycho right everybody assumes that you should not get irritated with a with an infant because an infant is an infant an infant is supposed to poop and cry and just eat and be selfish and live its life you're not supposed to be irritated we all have developed a strength for tolerance towards infants but with each other we get irritated why because we have an expectation our tolerance level is not that high with adults we expect them to behave a certain way what what is what is this guy doing man he came to church you don't expect that from a believer 
It's because we get irritated because we don't have the strength to tolerate. If God gives us the power and the strength to tolerate, we'll not get irritated. You know, when, when people come for counseling and they say, you know, my husband is irritating me. Everything that he does is like really triggering me. And one thing I ask is, what if Jesus was in your place, will he still be getting irritated? No, right? Why wouldn't Jesus get irritated? It's because he has the strength to tolerate that nonsense. It's not that that is not nonsense. We, we all agree. We all go through things that, you know, we're not supposed to do. But Jesus has the power to tolerate that. You can have the power to tolerate Love without power, love without power is useless. Power without love is dangerous. You need love and power going together. Because you need the power to tolerate and the power to change things. Where was I? Jesus. Yeah, believing in Jesus. Yeah, come on. So this power is made available to us who believe. Believe, the word believe comes from the Greek word pistis, which means divine persuasion. Divine persuasion, meaning it's not, it's not what you are trying to believe, it's what the Lord has convinced you. Divine persuasion is birth in God. If you remember last week, we studied about the faith of Jesus. You're not saved by your faith. You're saved by the faith of Jesus. This faith of Jesus is persuading you to be, be convicted of the same faith that Jesus has. It is birthed in Jesus, but it comes to you and is telling you, hey, listen, listen, listen. I know you are you're right now not believing in the goodness of God, but this faith starts working in you through the Holy Spirit. Through the scriptures, through prayer, it starts working in you and starts convicting you. It will come to your level where you are, but it will start working in you to change your perspective and say, believe, believe in the goodness of the Father. That's pistis, divine persuasion. God is persuading you. God is persuading you. You know, the beauty of God is he's so gracious that he'll come down to our level and he'll persuade us. But here's the thing, Jeremy, come. Just imagine this is who you are and you are looking in that direction and God wants to persuade you into that direction. So, because of the D-school guys, let me take an example. You want to go to Sri Lanka, but God is calling you to, no, but God is calling you to Florida. I love Florida. Okay? You, wanna, you have set your mind for Sri Lanka, but God is calling you to Florida. This is just an example for you to understand. What God will do is, if he knows that, if he says Florida in your, in your mind, you're not going to receive it. What he'll come to you is he'll come down to your level. First, he'll begin with, okay, Sri Lanka is what you want? Okay, let me deal with that. Missions, 
you need to leave you need to go get him out of his comfort zone because if he says florida if god says florida immediately he'll be like nah i don't want to do that because that's not in his scope of thinking so god will come to him and in the limited scope of thinking that he has god will get to his level and start talking to him so from sri lanka he'll come to india and then from india he'll come to pakistan then afghanistan and then finally florida you get what i'm trying to say that god does come down to our level of understanding and then he begins to change our level of understanding in the capacity that we have so the so how we increase in our capacity he can speak to us more directly and more freely because he cares for you he cares for you it's like you know if just imagine if you if you go to if you go to a tribal place where people have not experienced any technology and you talk to them about aeroplanes and you talk to them about you know cars it doesn't fit their grid they will think you are crazy it doesn't fit their grid and that's why most times when we hear god's word it feels nah it doesn't fit our grid so what the lord does personally with us is speak to us in the language that we understand so with with here's an example with the israelites god wanted to teach them grace but they did not understand grace so god said okay you know let's do this you don't understand grace okay if somebody breaks your nose break their nose don't do more okay if somebody hits you in the eye hit them in the eye that's it don't do more because they could not understand the capacity had not had had not expanded to a point where god could tell them forgive your enemies that makes sense you know the law came as an intermediary because they did not have the capacity to understand grace it came as a system for you know for the interim till jesus would come and he would die and he would be resurrected and then now he can teach grace before that they didn't have the capacity to even understand grace jesus said stuff like love your enemies what love your enemies if they took one pencil we'll take their 10 pencils because that's what we understand we understand justice from vengeance so you see that god will always come to you at the level that you understand but he will change you he will never let you be thank you but the problem is when god starts speaking to you where we are sometimes we build an entire theology on this that this is this is absolutely you no know, god spoke to me when i was in that mountain so i need to go to that mountain to go for god to speak to me no god was reaching out to you in the place that you were but that's not where you are supposed to be so god does god love you perfectly wherever you are does god love you perfectly unconditionally no matter how sinful you are yes but he will not let you be there he wants to transform you so he will change your direction 
he is patient he is not in a hurry so for you to change the direction if it takes 30 years 40 years and then come to this realization oh man god was always calling me to florida but look at my foolishness how limited i was in my thinking he is very patient he can wait he can wait i think that was for somebody receive it guys amen so god's immeasurable unlimited great power dynamic power is towards us who believe it is towards us now here's the thing is god's power unlimited is god's power you know big in the wildest sense yes but you will only experience it as per the capacity of your revelation in second kings chapter 4 there's a story of a widow who goes to elisha the prophet and she says my husband your servant is dead and before he die before he died he left a huge debt now i don't know what to do me and my sons are worried and these creditors are coming and they are threatening us so the first thing elisha said what do you want me to do and then he said what do you have what do you have what do you have you know when jesus just before he multiplied the five bread and two fish he told he asked his disciples what do you have what do you have so when we think about man this is what i have but this is what i need the gap is enormous have you felt that just imagine you're going to jesus jesus we have five bread two fish but 5000 people is whom we need to feed the gap is big and what does elisha tells this woman elisha says go borrow as many vessels as you can from your neighbors what is he saying he's saying enlarge your capacity enlarge your capacity to believe i know this is what you have but i know that this is what you need but if you enlarge your capacity to believe this what you have will be enough for what you need so she goes she goes borrowing all the vessels from the neighbors and elisha was very clear don't borrow few borrow as many as you can so she borrows as many vessels she goes back she had only this much oil illustration purpose this much oil and she starts pouring out into these vessels as as the number of vessels were there the oil kept flowing the oil will keep flowing as much capacity you have if if this is your capacity this is how much the oil will flow but if you enlarge the capacity if you enlarge the capacity the oil will keep flowing if just just imagine with me when jesus was multiplying the bread and the fish when 5000 people were being fed if 2000 people came more do you think the multiplication would have stopped and those 2000 people would have left hungry it would have continued because as per your need as per the capacity of the moment 
the demand that you make on the anointing it will flow so i got this principle early on i got this principle that's why when when we got our first place for the church when we were 10 people we got the capacity of a church that could hold 40 people we were 10 we didn't need a space for 40 but i know as you enlarge the capacity you put a demand on god's power to multiply what you already have the second place that we got we were at at, at that time 30 people we didn't even reach the capacity of 40 the moment we were 30 people we moved to the next place which is this place when we moved to this place this place can hold how many 180 200 people we were 30 people but why did we do that enlarging our capacity capacity today very soon we are moving into another place that can that can have a capacity of 350 people we haven't we haven't reached there but what are we doing we are enlarging our capacity because as we enlarge our capacity we can believe and we can trust god that the oil will keep flowing you know for the women and the children the oil stopped when the vessels got over your ministry will stop when the capacity of the vision gets over your ministry cannot be stunted by lack of resources your purpose in life cannot be stunted by lack of resources it cannot be stunted by money i'm telling you it is stunted by vision how great the vision is that much you can grow and even for you personally if you want to grow in life if your vision is small you're going to grow to that level only enlarge your vision enlarge your capacity because that same power that jesus has you have within you the difference is in capacity same power same power that raised jesus from the dead is in you So the question is why am i not experiencing that power if we all have the same power if every church in all the continents and the world have the same power that jesus has then why is it that we see such difference in results capacity capacity but look at this elisha tells this woman go go out into the world get all the vessels but make sure they are empty you know what's the word that i got elisha is saying you probably need to go into the world to study stuff to increase your capacity someone someone needs to study computer engineering to increase their capacity someone needs to learn humanitarian resources to increase their capacity but don't get influenced when you come into the presence of god use that increased capacity but be empty so that god can fill you the problem is we go out into the world we increase our capacity and now we are seeing the world through that lens so much of knowledge and god cannot fill you because you're already filled you're already filled with the junk of the world go out into the world borrow vessels increase your capacity be hungry to learn stuff but always leave yourself empty so that god can fill you don't let your phd become a stumbling block 
from hearing from God. Don't let your accolades, don't let your position become a stumbling block. Come empty. Lord, I have this, but I want to I be filled by you. I've increased my capacity. Fill me. Fill me. Whatever your area of excellence is, when God starts filling you, he's adding his super into your natural and then you become supernatural. He's not telling you to do the supernatural. He's saying, you increase naturally, you increase your capacity. I will add my super into your natural. Think about this. If in the kingdom we only have pastors, who's going to bake cakes? Who's going to build buildings? Who's going to do sound? Who's going to play, play worship? We need all kinds of people. We need engineers in the kingdom. We need artists in the kingdom. We need architects in the kingdom. We need every kind of field that is there in the world. But the thing is, if we can come to him empty and allow him to be filled, to fill us, God fill us. This is, this is what I have learned. But I come to you empty. Fill me with your power. So that I don't just operate in the natural knowledge that I have. I operate in the supernatural strength. Oh man. Each one of you is called for ministry, my friends. Each one of you. Each one of you. When you serve in the church, it's called ministry. When you serve in the world for God, you call it missions. Each one of you has a ministry and a mission. Missions is not just for some people. Ministry is not just for some people. Each one of you, as a child of God, each one of you has a purpose for ministry and missions. Serve in the church, serve in the world. Now for some of you, it, serving, serving in the world may look like a corporate job. But as long as you are exposing yourself to God and saying, God, I'm empty, Flow in and through me. Flow in and through me. Come to Ephesians 1 verse 19. It says, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according, according to the working of his great mind. That word according comes from the Greek word kata, which means exactly, exactly. The next verse talks about the power that raised Jesus from the dead. So Paul is saying, exactly that same kind of power can work in you. Exactly. It, in fact, the picture of this word kata is a picture that flows. It's, it's a picture of flowing. Flowing from upward plane to a downward plane. So what is Paul saying? If you believe that Jesus is Lord, that same power will flow from him into your life. Exactly. That same exact power can flow into your life. Here's something that I want to say. Power flows. Power flows through submission. Power flows through submission. Why is that? Because none of us have absolute power. Only God has absolute power. 
every other power is delegated power you know the difference between delegated power is that the one who has given you the power can take that power away from you if you're not submitted in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God tells Adam and Eve, you're made in my image, have power, be blessed, take dominion. But somehow they lost that power. In Genesis chapter 3, how did they lose that power? It's because they were no longer submitted. The flesh will always go against God. So delegated power moves and flows through submission. Why is it when we are on the road in the car and we see a policeman, we stop? It's because we know that he has delegated power. He does not have absolute power. He has delegated power. Because if you fight him, you know that the entire backing of the government will fight you. Power flows through submission. Look at this. Jesus... At the age of 30, he goes to John the Baptist. He tells John the Baptist, baptize me. Does Jesus need to be baptized? He's the son of God. And John the Baptist says, I'm not worthy to do this. But Jesus says, for all righteousness to be fulfilled. See, the moment Jesus humbled himself in front of John the Baptist, even though he is greater than him, he humbles himself. See how the power flows. Because power will always flow from top to bottom. That's what the author of Hebrews says, without any doubt, if you want to be blessed, only a greater can bless you. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means if you want to be blessed by somebody, if you care to be blessed from somebody, you need to become less so that it will flow. It is under the submission to the Lordship of Jesus that you begin to have the same power of the Lord Jesus Christ. What do we believe? This power is made available to those who believe. What do we believe? We believe that Jesus was raised from the dead and we confess that he is Lord. It's the Lordship of Jesus. It's a submission to his Lordship that gives us this power. Power is delegated. In John chapter 1 verse 12 it says, whoever believed in him and received him, talking about Jesus, whoever received Jesus, believed in his name, they all became the children of God. Meaning, when you believed in Jesus, you received the right to become a child of God. What comes first? Submission to his lordship or sonship? What comes first? Lordship comes first. Only when you believe in his name and you receive him as the Lord of your life, you have the right to become his son. Sonship, independent of lordship, is rebellion. It's an orphan mindset. We have received the right to become children of God because we have submitted to his lordship. Lordship. It's a beauty. I'm telling you. Submitting, submitting to Jesus as the Lord of our lives is a privilege. It's a privilege that I don't need to take stress about this. I can trust him. I can, I can let go. 
I don't need to have every control of every inch of my life. I can just let go. And know that he has held it together. He has it. So we all have delegated power. And that delegated power flows in us through submission to Lord Jesus. See, the Bible says that we are seated with Christ. Is that true? That means we are having the same worth as Christ. But then there's something so beautiful about submission. That when we submit, the same power flows in, in and through us. Nobody likes this verse. Wives, submit to your husbands. Nobody likes it. But can I tell you? Wives are not demanded submission. Because wives are any less. It's voluntary submission. Because if you recognize that you are equal to your husband, but you still voluntarily you submit saying, hey, I submit to you because God has appointed you as the head of the house. It's voluntary submission. It comes out of a revelation. It does not come out of demand. That's why wives submit to your husband as church submits to Christ. It's a revelation. It's a revelation. And you know, in, in, in the times when I have seen couples coming and when I've seen a wife submitting to a husband, when it doesn't make sense. Like the wife has more insight into the situation. But the wife submits to the husband because out of honor for Christ, I have seen God's supernatural power delivering them. There's something beauty about submission. I'm telling you, there's something beauty about submission. Every authority is placed from heaven. You have to believe it. The authority over the husband, the authority over the church, the authority over the pastor, the authority over your bosses, the authority over the government, the authority over the, all the politicians. Ah, we can sit and complain, but I can tell you this, every authority is placed from heaven. And when we submit, when we submit out of a revelation, not, not out of cribbing and complaining, but out of a revelation that God, you have put this person over my life. I submit to them because I submit to you. I honor them because I honor you. When it is about him, not that person, but when it's about Jesus, he can get you out of every abuse. He can deliver you. Power flows through submission. Delegated power flows through submission. Hallelujah. I'm not cracking any jokes today, so it's very serious. Okay, Ephesians 119. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards those who, toward us who believe according to to the working of his great might. Three Greek words there. Working. Great might. Actually the ESV. I think they got so frustrated with all the. Words of power that Paul used. So they simplified it. Actually there are three, three Greek words there. If you read the NKJV it says. According to the working of the might of his strength. 
So working might and strength, okay? Working comes from the Greek word energia, from which we get our word energy. Energia. It means superhuman ability, superhuman energy. So this power has superhuman ability. You become superhuman. Wow. No wonder Marvel and DC come up with these superhuman characters because they are telling you that there's a potential within you which can make you superhuman. You have superhuman ability. That's what Paul says, in Christ I can do all things. We are more than a conqueror in Christ. Superhuman ability. Uh, the word working, can you show up on the screen? The word working comes from energy, which means superhuman energy, action, or activity. The, third, the second one, might. Might comes from the word kratos, which means to exert complete power for perfect dominion. Complete power for, no, kratos is not there. Oh, can you put the next one? Usse pehle. Isn't there a third one, Kratos? No, the next one. Yeah, okay. The word is not great, the word is actually might here. Okay, so Kratos is to exert complete power for perfect dominion. What does that mean? That when power of God flows in your life, any area of your life where you feel like you're being attacked, it will exert complete power to declare the dominion of Jesus. So your sickness, your poverty, your lack mindset, your, your struggle relationally, emotional issues, any area of your life where you don't experience the dominion of God, the power of God has the completion, the perfection to complete his perfect dominion. The next word is ischus. Okay, which is again power, but this is power to overcome all immediate resistance. So if there's any resistance that you're facing, this power will overcome all immediate resistance. Now, I just want to paraphrase this, okay, so hear with me. This verse, the God class of power is surpassing in quantity, great in magnitude of the wildest sense, having the miraculous ability to perform superhuman action, exerting complete power for perfect dominion with force to overcome all and immediate resistance for those who believe. This multi-dimensional, multi-faceted power of God is available for you if you believe. Just by believing that Jesus was raised from the dead just by confessing that he is Lord, you have access to this great power. It is great. It is unlimited in nature. It can, it has miraculous ability to do the impossible. It is a power that gives you superhuman strength. It is a power that has, that has, that has, that has a force to enforce complete dominion of God and it has the power to remove and overcome all resistance in your life. All resistance. I, I'm saying all resistance. Sickness is a resistance. Lack is a resistance. 
it has the power to overcome all resistance this multifaceted power of god is made available to you to those who believe isn't that amazing so what i want to show you is what is the area of your life where you think you're struggling is it a repeated sickness or is it like financial anxiety or is it like issue in the family relational issue whatever that issue is take that issue see that issue in your mind and declare jesus you are the lord of my life you are the lord of my life and the same power that you had to be raised from the dead flows in and through me you have the same power same power come on just close your eyes and start declaring with me jesus you are the lord of my life this issue the sickness this difficulty is not my portion jesus you are the lord of my life your power is enough your power is enough your power is enough power is enough second corinthians chapter 9 verse 12 says my grace is made sufficient for you for in your weakness my strength is perfected the moment you acknowledge your weakness the moment you acknowledge your problem the moment you acknowledge your issue you are attracting god's power towards your life the unlimited power of god the big power of god that can overcome every resistance the power of god that can exert perfect dominion in your life the miraculous power of god to do the impossible that power of god is coming in and through in your life right now because you believe in jesus and you have confessed him as the lord of your life come on keep declaring keep declaring keep declaring in your weakness declare jesus you are the lord of my life in your sickness declare jesus you are the lord of my life in the problem in the turmoil that you're facing declare jesus you are the lord of my life you're the lord of my life and the same power of god that raised christ from the dead flows in and through me it flows in and through me even when you don't see it even when you don't feel it just declare 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 for the power of god does not come to those who feel it the power of god comes to those who believe to those who believe 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 be persuaded by god be completely convicted by god that god will come in and through your life will come through your life every impossibility will be made possible every death will be turned into life resurrection life dead dreams come back to life dead purposes come back to life dead dead future come back to life you have not lost your hope your future is great for the lord has given you his power his 
power his power his power anything that you feel is dead the numbness the coldness that you have in your heart because of a broken relationship the heart comes back to life right now in the name of Jesus the power of resurrection the power of resurrection flows in and through your system it flows in and through your mind every thought every emotion bringing down every stronghold in the name of Jesus this power of God this multifaceted power of God brings perfect dominion in your life right now in the name of Jesus Jesus you are the Lord of our lives Jesus you are the Lord of our lives Jesus you are the lord of lives yes Jesus you are the lord of our lives yeah your name is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above them all can we all raise to our feet all thrones and dominions all power and possessions your name stands above them all your name your name is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above them all all throne and dominions all power and possession your name stands above them all your name your name is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above them all all throne and dominions all power and possession your name stands above them all your name your name your name yes your name Oh 
your name is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above the Position your name stands above them all. Your name, your name, your name is the highest. Your name is the greatest. Your name stands above them all. All thrones and dominions, all powers and positions. Your It's the highest your name. Yes. And dominions of power and possession. Your name stands above them all. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 says we do not wage war against flesh and blood and the and the tools that we have the weapons of warfare that we have is not of flesh and blood it is not carnal in nature but what we have can pull down stronghold and bringing them under the obedience of Jesus every stronghold in your life be brought under the obedience of Jesus right now every stronghold every unnecessary dominion of the enemy be brought down in the name of Jesus be brought down under the obedience of Jesus be brought down under the finished work of Jesus be brought down on the perfect work of Jesus perfect work the finished work of Jesus takes precedence in your life Jesus said when the Son of Man is lifted up all knees shall bow down all knees I'm telling you there's something powerful when you surrender when you surrender to the authority of Jesus the sickness that is in you surrenders to the authority of Jesus when you surrender to the authority of Jesus if there is any ounce of rebelliousness in you it surrenders to the obedience of Jesus surrender to the obedience of Jesus surrender 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 is the key to power Surrender is the key to flow in delegated power. Surrender. Just surrender. Surrender to the Lordship of Jesus. That Jesus, you are the Lord of our lives. 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 I have come here. I have made it through. Not because I am good. I have made it through because I have surrendered to your goodness. You are the Lord of our lives. Jesus, you are the Lord of our lives. You are the Lord of our lives. You are the Lord of our families. You hold our families by the power of your word. You are the Lord of our finances. You are the Lord of our body. You are the Lord of our emotions. You are the Lord of our thoughts. You are the Lord of every dimension of our life. You are the Lord. Jesus, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Jesus, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Yes. Yes. You are the Lord. We surrender. We surrender to your Lordship.
you are jesus you are lord 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 if there's anybody over here who needs prayer today if there's if there's a recurring recurring difficulty that you face it could be sickness it could be mental it could be emotional it could be financial it could be relational any any recurring issue that you keep facing and you feel like i haven't overcome this if that's who you are just raise your hands you don't have to look anywhere just close your eyes just raise your hands just raise your hands the bible says that god's strength is perfected in your weakness in your weakness the power of resurrection is made perfect in your weakness when you raise your hands you're just putting a spotlight from heaven towards your condition and god's power is made perfected in your weakness you cry out today and say god i need you jesus i need you perfect your strength in my weakness perfect your strength in my lack i need you i need you yes come on sheriya dalama khase diyara i sense restoration 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 the peace of god bringing your life into restoration restoration if there's a genetic disorder that you've been experiencing i speak restoration of your life be restored back to the original design of god be restored be restored rekhe diya dada dada ye restore restored yes come on 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 if you see anybody who has raised their hands if you're near them can you just lay your hands on them and pray and just declare the power of god come to them come on anybody i'm just saying anybody anybody who is standing close to someone who has raised their hands just declare power of god power of resurrection come into their life power of resurrection come into their life come on yes 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 the same power that raised christ from the dead lives in you and it starts flowing in and through you come on yes yes rukhadada makashere de 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 radada bagashi khadada da 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 holy spirit yes holy spirit flow 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 the power to restore yes come on shedi adada makashi adada adada makashi khedi de 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 holy spirit thank you jesus thank you holy spirit 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 i sense mindsets be broken mindsets mindsets some mindsets that have been developed through trauma some mindsets that have been developed through hurt being broken in the name of jesus the power of god flows into your life 
bringing down every stronghold every stronghold yes come on come on yes thank you jesus if there's sickness in your body right now if there's pain in your body just put your hand on that place if it is an inappropriate place just put it in your heart and just declare jesus you are the lord of my body come on you are the lord of my body i receive your power i receive your healing yes yes come on come on immediate turn around ha immediate turn around yes immediate turn around immediate turn around you are immediate turn around you have been delivered from the power of darkness and you have been translocated into the kingdom of his beloved you have been delivered from the power of darkness and you have been translocated into the kingdom of his beloved you have been translocated you have been your location has changed you're no longer in the kingdom of darkness you're no longer in the kingdom of darkness i speak right now over every stronghold every addiction i sense an addiction right here in the name of jesus be broken be broken chains be broken for you have been delivered from the power of darkness the blood of jesus cleanses you the blood of jesus perfects you the blood of jesus has become the security of your salvation the blood of jesus speaks better words than the blood of abel we plead the blood of jesus you're no longer under a curse you're no longer under a bondage you're no longer under sin you have been delivered by the power of god set free be loose in jesus name yes father we love you 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 riya dadama kashere diya dad we love you we love you we love you jesus we love you we love you 